Welcome to the Inquisitive Nobody Podcast with your host, Martini Jean, and that is me. So, yeah, we're going to be talking about uh, Married at First Sight and how I absolutely love this show. I've watched it ever since it debuted on FYI. I think it was, I think that that uh, program was, I mean, that network was called For Your Information. It was shortly lived, I believe. I don't think it's on anymore. But anyway, uh, Married at First Sight moved on and eventually got to a lifetime. So that's pretty awesome. But uh, yeah, going to be talking about Married at First Sight. And I'm going to be reviewing each episode, essentially, because this show is pretty much in the wheelhouse of what this entire podcast is going to be about relationships, the minutia of relationships, what to do, what not to do. Well, not even that. I I shouldn't say that because you shouldn't have to quote unquote do well, you quote unquote shouldn't have to do like anything really. It's all a matter of perspective and what happens in these relationships. So, um, Include, including with Married at First Sight, I'm going to be talking about various subjects, but this is definitely going to be a series within the whole spectrum of what this podcast is going to be about, you know, so, and I've always wanted to do a review on this show because I would watch various other YouTubers and other shows and especially go on the Married at First Sight Twitter just to see everybody just go crazy on what's happening within the within the show and it would be hilarious but mainly because of the the reason why I wanted to do this was because a lot of the people wouldn't talk about the things that I noticed or the things that I wanted them to talk about or they would talk about it but they would talk about it very very short and very curt and I'm like no that that's a big deal how come nobody's paying attention to this and again this isn't to say that I'm an expert or whatever again it's just my perspective on things and my opinions on things because there's even a fellow fellow youtuber that I watch her name is Stephanie Lee and she's an actual therapist so she knows what she's talking about okay so I'm not trying to say that I'm better than her or whatever but sometimes there'd be things that not that she would miss, but she would be like, okay, you know, we talked about that and that's done. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, get get, get on her for that. Why are you uh, sidestepping that? So, yeah, that, I mean, that's pretty much it. So I've always wanted to do one of these. This is, I actually, this is pretty much my first ever review about anything. I, I like a lot of, oh, no, actually, well, that's a complete lie. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I used to, um, I used to review, um, uh, animated shows like way back in the day another lifetime ago but this is one of my first things that i'm reviewing you know kind of like a youtuber but uh, obviously i'm putting it on a podcast so yeah we're we're just gonna get into it so with married at first sight this is season 11 and it's going to be in new orleans married at first i started um in 2014 in new york and even though it's only been on for technically what 16 four years no 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 six years it's been on for six years but there's a but this is the 11th season okay and the show's great i love it and the reason why i love it is 
Okay, well, first, let's hit you off with the premise. So the premise is essentially that you, uh, let's say you're, you know, you're a man and you've been going on dates and all that stuff and it's it just it just hasn't been working out for you. And you as a girl, you've been going on dates too and all these guys are like idiots or whatever and you want to, you know, you just want to find the love of your life, okay? So you go to these workshops right and there's a workshop for men and there's a workshop for women and you know you don't see each other and they go on either separate days or separate times or something like that answer all these questions like i don't know like some of these questions can take three or four hours you know you you take it you take it at home and then you possibly get selected by the show's experts and the experts is one of them is Dr. Pepper Schwartz, who is a uh, sociologist. Another one is Dr. Viviana Coles, who is a relationship expert and sexologist. And there's Dr. Calvin Roberson, who is, you know, kind of like the spiritual, uh, spiritual uh, advisor because he's a pastor. So, you know, they talk to you too. And then, they find you a match, okay? And they say you're the guy. They find you a match. But the thing is, you, you can't know anything about this person. and You can't you can't know their height. You can't know their race, their name, nothing about this person. And the first time you're going to see this person is on your wedding day, which is two we- the two weeks after the day that they tell you that you're getting matched. And it's insane. So you got to run out and go get your suit or your wedding dress all happens very rapidly because instead and the experts always say instead of saying you know dating at first sight you know they wanted at married at first sight because with marriage you need to take it seriously and it is as they say every single season it is a law abiding marriage you know if you want to get a divorce you have to actually get a divorce so the reason, and it it sounds very hokey, a hokey reality show, but I, I like it more than The Bachelor slash Bachelorette or any of those things on MTV or anything like that. Just because, again, I like the minutia of the relationships and stuff because it's like, the reason why I like it, it's like, let's say you have a, let's say you're married already and you've been married to your partner for how many years would would you have fell in love with that partner if you got married the first day that you met them you know because you have all the ingredients let's say you've been let's say you've been married for 10 years okay you obviously had all the ingredients to make it to your 10 year anniversary or whatever but could you have done that if you got married the first day that you saw each other? You know, and it's like you you guys made it. You guys made it to ten years. Um, obviously the the show is not foolproof. You know, it, it it's mainly the the cause of it is like uh, how how are you? Like, are, like, are you, are you going to lie on the test? You know, because some, as you've watched over the years, 
a lot of people lie on the test and then they get a person that they never wanted. But whose fault is that? You know, you're the one. They're just going by the stuff that you write. I mean, also, they self I mean, they evaluate you and evaluate what's going on in the relationship. But at the same time, it's like, OK, you you said you you said you wanted kids on your questionnaire. But now you're telling your spouse that you don't want kids. And it's like, um, this person signed up to have kids and you don't want kids. Why did you do that? Just to get on the show? That's not cool. You know? So, but with that, um, I like the show because I, I, I just like the fact that, you know, there's this test. Again, it's not 100% foolproof. That tries to find possibly the love of your life. And... I just think that I just think that that's that's cool. I get what I guess I'm a hopeless romantic, you know. I can't help it, but I really do like seeing that. And um, the sh- the show is really insane. Um, but it but it is it is very good. And uh, okay, if we're going by percentages, the the percentage of actual marriages are pretty pretty low. I, I I'm not good at math, so like uh, I don't know. There there are, but the but the marriages that have lasted have done phenomenal because they've been married for a bit, and there have there has been five married at first sight babies to come out of this show. So there's that to the people who want to say, oh, this show's fake, it's stupid, or whatever. No, I mean, hey, some some people do want to go on the show for notoriety and for acting and stuff like that and they get they get seen pretty quick you're like oh okay you're not on this show for for real for what it is but for the people who want to be on the show they they have reaped the rewards and and it's really good so for for this episode I'm yeah for this episode we're going to be going over the matchmaking special so I'm going to be talking about the the new participants of this season of Married at First Sight. So, oh, here we go. Yeah, so yeah, nine couples are still married. I forgot that I wrote that down um, while I was watching the matchmaking special. And five Married at First Sight babies. Yep, so there we go. So for this season, for season 11, there's 70,000 applicants that came out this season. So that's a franchise, that's a show franchise high. There has never been that many people, that many applicants it for for the show. So there, again, because I know you're probably saying, who would ever do this show? This show is bananas. I don't understand. Well, there you go, man. I mean, a lot of people do a lot for love, you know? So you shouldn't knock it. But again, it is definitely insane because it is a new twist on arranged marriages. So t- take it for what you will, but... Some people are just tired, man. Some people are just freaking tired. And I get it. Granted, I would never be on that show. You know, listen, um, I broke up with my ex-fiance in 2012, 2020. It's going to be eight years that I've been single. And yeah, I'm tired of it. I mean, I do absolutely want a wife of my own and kids, you know, and, and a family. But I don't know if I would be confident enough to go on that show i mean i i would absolutely if there was like a i don't know you know how they have like the pop-up like prices right or pop-up stores 
you know, in your town, if there's a Married at First Sight pop-up place, I would go to it just to see um, who they would pick, they would, they would choose for me. But then, like, that's it. Like, I wouldn't want to <laughs> do the whole experiment and get married and stuff like that. I knew I, I would be, like, the laughing stock of the season and on the show. Like, I, I, I wouldn't be able to do it. And besides, like, my mom would freaking, my parents would go crazy. They'd be like, what? You're getting married on, on te- well, not even on television. You're getting married in two weeks after you've met this? You haven't even met this person? Yeah, it would be absolutely insane and that's how some of the parent that's how some of the family is some of the family don't even go to their child's wedding because they're like this is stupid why would you ever sign up for something like this i'm disappointed in you blah 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 and they don't even go and it, it's hurtful granted it's completely understandable i get it i get it but it's also messed up that you're not there for your child's um wedding because you never know this could be real this could be the this could be their person and i don't know it 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 sucks that you're not there to see it although again i understand but anyway so seventy thousand applicants this season is a show franchise high but it's happening in the smallest season in the show's franchise too four hundred thousand people is in the population of new orleans so they said that that it's a pretty small city pretty much everybody's in everybody else's business they've they've already dated pretty much everybody so it's um it's it's interesting to see how they're gonna do that because i always found it fascinating because i i'm in i am in new york state but i don't live in new york city but i know in new york city there's like they said like there's like a million people who live in new york city but even in that high of a number and that high of a population, people still say it's hard to find love. And I'm like, what? There's like a million people here. Like, what do you mean? But it's still hard to find love. I, I remember even going to a speed dating, uh, not contest, but it's, it's a speed dating special or something like that. But it was uh, the specialty was geek related. So it was a geek speed dating event. And that was fun. But also at the same time, it's like, wow, like there needs to be speed dating here in the city. Like you really can't meet someone like there's uh, every time again, I'm from the burbs. So every time I go to the city, I'm just amazed that there's just so many beautiful women just walking on the street. Like be, like I, I remember I would go to I would get off at um, the Port Authority and just walk my walk my way to um what's it called Rockefeller Center you know just to chill over there and also you know maybe stop by the Nintendo store Nintendo New York but on my way there like every freaking block there was like like at least six or seven just beautiful women just walking either next to me or walking towards me because they're about to cross they're about to cross onto the street that I just was on and I'm just like man one, if I had the courage to do it, I totally would. But at the same time, it's like I don't understand why people can't find just or or just go on dates. Like, it, is it that hard? So compare the city, you know, New York City with a million people to 400,000. That's that's insane to me. So I, I, I can understand. 
but let's go let's let's go through um the contestants so we have woody who's 30 years old and um they call him the life of the party they um i forget when they started using like nicknames for these people because they used to just give us the name and also their profession just to have a just to have a correlation with the other person like oh like this person might make an, uh, more money than the other person i wonder how that's gonna affect their relationship or anything like that but now they just give them kind of moniker uh monikers and you have to listen in to see what they do for a living because sometimes that that matters because i remember maybe in season nine there was a gentleman i think it was season nine or eight but um it, this his name was Keith. I forgot what he did as a job, but it was okay. And oh no, I think he was studying to be either a nurse or something like that. And his partner was like, I don't know, and I, I she, you know, she wasn't so sure on him fulfilling the job that he was trying to do. And they had a lot of they had a lot of not beef, I shouldn't say that, but she had a lot of she had a lot of reservation because like he still like lived with his grandma and, and like he didn't know how to cook and all this stuff, which I know are kind of like no nos for a woman trying to uh move up in the world and have a partner who is equal or higher than her. And all the you know, people on Twitter and on the show they're like, Man, like nah, like this guy's a good this guy's a good dude, man. I hope you know, you don't, I hope hypergamy doesn't get in your way. And it almost did. And I was getting kind of pissed because I related to Keith a lot. But then she saw him for who he was. And to this day, they're still married. I guess they've been married for like two years now. So that's that's awesome. And she loves him dearly. So that's great. So um, Woody, life, uh, life of the party. That's him. He's a he's a teacher and he coaches in high school. Um, his mom his mom and dad is divorced, and uh, his dad was in jail. And his grad his grandfather pretty much raised him and stuff like that. Um, he's he's a pretty cool person. Very suave. Very into fashion. Um, there's so he got picked. Um, the next is Karen. She's thirty years old. She's her name is, her nickname is Miss Reservations. She's an associate program manager. Uh so she went on the show because she was in a relationship for five years, but then she found that that dude had a child with someone else while they were together. So yeah, so that was pretty hurtful. And so she says that she's a risk averse person, you know, hence the name Miss Reservations. So to her, she would never have done the show. But at the same time, you know, she wanted to get out of her comfort zone. And if that is going to bring her closer to the love of her life, why not? She also has traditional views when it comes to uh, gender roles. So, you know, she wants the man to be the man and she'll be the woman. Uh, So there's that. There's Bennett. So Bennett is cool because he just Bennett is 28. And they call him the romant- the romantic thespian, okay? Because he's a he's a theater artist, he's a freelance writer, he's a 
his mom owns like a theater so she so they used to do plays together when he was young when he was growing up and he taught himself to have creative expression um so this guy reminds a lot me uh, he reminds me of me so i'm like rooting for him um and there are a lot of you know he's he's very quirky he like lives like in an outhouse <laughs> he he like he reconstructed this like shed to be like his apartment and it's very interesting but um yeah he he just he just reminds he just reminds me of me and i like him a lot then there's there has been people throughout the series that have reminded me of me there's neil uh, who was with sam i forget what season um he was very quirky and he was and he was cool he didn't stay with um her he didn't stay with his wife but she did find the love of her life later in life because of neil and she has thanked him ever since you know because she 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 admitted looking back on her season she treated neil very harsh because she wanted like a man's man because that's what she was thought to be the thing that you would want in a partner and neil wasn't necessarily that you know he wasn't the stereotypical you know man man you know he was just him and that's all you need to be and so i thought that was pretty interesting and she she did <laughs> she always like dedicates like her like new life to him and i like that a lot um so yeah so he's yeah, he's been taught to have creative expression. So he's a pretty cool. He's a pretty cool dude. Um very very quirky. He I don't know how many times he does it during the week, but he he does a pedicab. He does a pedicab. He puts up lights in his, his theater that he goes into. Again, he's a freelance writer. I'm a writer as well. So I like this dude. I hope I hope it works out. Then there's Miles, who's 26 years old, and that's the thing. There isn't really a age. Well, I I shouldn't say there isn't an age limit. There is, I believe it is like 25 to 34 or 35. They don't really go lower than 25, and they don't go higher than 34. I haven't, I have yet to see somebody higher than 34. I mean, I could, I, um, there could have been somebody. There was another, there was an, I think his name was Keith, not the Keith that I was talking about before, but there was another Keith who was married to somebody and they were both pretty up there in age, like 30, maybe 34 and 35 possibly, but yeah, but no, nobody higher than that. Um, Yeah, 20, yeah, 26 is, 26 is young, man, to get, I mean, again, not to hate on anybody who has uh married that young but at the same time it's it's like whoa have you lived life yet i don't know maybe you have me i don't even 26 i don't even know what i was doing at 26 and then for me to have my life together enough to even fathom uh spending the rest of my life with somebody at that age that's more power to you but yeah he's ready so his name was mr young and ready so okay <laughs> so he's ready and he's an administrator he has two degrees 
and he's trying to get his third. Um, his parents split up at nine, and he's trying to marry his best friend. And he said that, and I kind of echoed this before, that a lot of women don't um, don't take 26-year-olds seriously. Because it's like, yeah, like, what do you, why are you trying to get, why are you trying to get shacked up at 26? It's crazy. But, hey, again, that's all you, man. Uh, if if you have your life together and you're like, this is, this is all that I need left, why not? And then we have Olivia. She's 30. She's called Mrs. Sugar and Spice. And she's a nurse practitioner. She describes herself as 70 and sunny. <laughs> and that that is a good explanation as to what you are. Because that is awesome weather right there. That That is because right now I'm literally sweltering. It is, it is, I think it's probably like nine. It, it think it's 90 to 91, but you know, it quote unquote feels like 97. So I am it's it was a hot one today and yesterday. It was a very hot weekend. So seventy and sunny, I will take it, definitely. Uh, yeah, her name's Olivia. She's thirty years old. She likes to do she likes to do karaoke, and she really has an affinity for Little Wayne. She every time she brings up karaoke, she's like, I know how to do like Little Wayne and all his songs. I was like, all right, that's cool. And I also like her because she she always says that you know nice guys finish last but she's like i'll take the nice guy because a lot of people don't want the nice guy and it's like i'll take him <laughs> you know so i like that and she's cute too i think she's um as of right now because i've only watched the matchmaking special she's probably my favorite she's she's pretty cute um there's christina she's 30 she's called the princess bride she's a flight attendant she wants someone who's emotionally intelligent and who cares about her and knows how to surprise her yeah um she was all she was actually talking about the only time that she received flowers was from her grandfather like she's never received flowers from a male from another man besides her grandfather and that stinks and she started to cry and that really stinks i I don't know what's going on with people (laughs) like send a chick some flowers i mean she's cute too but it's like really damn that's i don't know but yeah she she really wants to get married um her mother was on the show um she was at the um event that i was telling you about earlier uh actually every uh somebody they were told to bring somebody with them you know, kind of like to vouch for them, essentially. So her mom was saying, you know, she's warm, she's sweet, and, you know, the word heart, like, encompasses her, and she started crying again, so she's a crier. So um, I hope I hope that she works out. <laughs> um, not as in, like, exercise, but, but I mean with what she wants in a significant other. Because um, it's sad that she hasn't, gotten to experience you know that that small sentiment from someone it's interesting to me so there is uh, Amani she's 29 her nickname is Miss Cool Calm and Collected and she is a program coordinator um yeah she she's I mean she's kind of like the life of the party too at, at least to her you know she goes she's again even though she's cool calm and collected she 
I guess has a nighttime side and you know she'll go out and have fun with her friends so I mean that that's cool with her I, I really didn't get that much information from her um there is Brett who's 35 35 wow who is 35 and she and he is his name is the serial dater and he does IT for the local government he likes to cook. He likes to work around the house. He's into fitness. He used to be engaged, and he got cheated on. And like I said, remember how there's there's a different reason for everybody coming on the show. Well, his reason was that you know he dated forty five women, and he's like, you know what, I'm good. Like a- after that, after that, um, engage in in you know engagement, and found out that he got cheated on. You know, he pretty much turned into like a slut <laughs> and he was like you know what i'm just gonna just go to pound town so he dated 45 women i don't know if he did you know i don't know if he did the deed with all 45 women but he was just on a rampage and i can understand that you know you feel gutted you feel hurt so it's like i'm gonna you know make my make myself feel good so there's um henry who's 34 he is the reserved gentleman and he does health he's a healthcare recruiter so yeah and he was telling he was telling a story of how he was having this routine doctor's visit and found out that he had to he actually had to get it was it was good that he came the time that he did because he would he, he needed to get like heart surgery within like 2 weeks of that that routine appointment and he was like oh my god i could have died so that was pretty crazy he's very um mellow very almost ben steinish you know bueller bueller kind of like that but he just seems very reserved and shy because they started showing pictures of him in the uh back in the day and he was kind of pudgy so he's self-conscious about that but he seems pretty cool i think if you get him out of his comfort zone i think he'll be all right so and then the last one is amelia whoo amelia 27 she is the driver dreamer um she's a doctor she's a she just graduated and she's a doctor she's very creative and falls in love easily now amelia is a wild one and i'm not talking about like party girl and stuff but she's very eccentric very eccentric and super new orleans you know she has like a <laughs> she has like a crab veil you know like a crab crab decorated wedding veil and it's she knows how to play the banjo and the she's a one woman band she knows how to play the banjo the harmonica the drums all at the same time she knows how to tightrope walk <laughs> and she was showing you know she was showing that she can do all this all this stuff so um she's she is going to be very interesting um she doesn't adhere to gender roles because of her parents growing up her her father was the stay-at-home parent and the mom was the breadwinner and she just loved that about her parents and her parents was like cool with that and she with her she kind of wants that same thing because she wants to have kids and she doesn't mind if the dad or the her, her husband stays home and then she is the breadwinner so that's cool so they um d- during the matchmaking special they 
matched the experts matched everybody up so let's see who's together so it's going to be woody who's 30 mr life of the party with amani mrs cool calm and collected and she's 29 okay after that is bennett who is 28 and amelia who's 27 so bennett is the you know pedicab driver person and amelia is the person that i was just talking about um henry who's 34 is the heart surgery kind of reserved person bueller that guy and uh, christina who was 30 was the princess bride the one who only got the rose from oh, f- excuse me flowers from her grandfather um and then 26 is miles okay the one well who's 26 <laughs> the, the young one 26 let me see what else um you know the two degrees trying to get a third degree you know that that guy trying to marry his best friend and Karen, who is Mrs. Reservations, speaking of reservations, they actually asked her what her uh, ideal spectrum of the age of who she wants. And she was like 27 to 37. And she's 30. And then one of the experts was like, okay, well, how about 26? And she was like, ah, ah. <laughs> I don't know. And I get it. You know, that's that's four years lower than her. I get it. I completely get it. I know you know, women think that like that that baby. You know, I get it. But um I don't know. Sometimes you gotta sometimes you just gotta see. You you, you never know what's out there. So but they're together. But that I'm gonna keep an eye on that relationship. That's gonna be interesting. And then last but not least, there's Brett, who's thirty five. And Brett was the serial dater, you know, who dated like 19,000 women. And Olivia, who's the Little Wayne karaoke person, um, Mrs. Sugar and Spice. So, yeah. So bef- when the show just when the show started from, like, I think, from like maybe season one to season eight, I'll say there was three couples. And I think there was just three couples. And then season eight, maybe. Se- oh. Maybe one through seven was three couples. And then season eight and season nine were four couples. And then now season 10 and season 11 have been five couples. So they've been upping the ante every, well, not every season, but every couple seasons. So, so yeah, so the premise is, okay, so obviously, you know, they get they get married. Then they meet each other that day. And then you get first reactions. You know, they do the uh the confessional they're like oh my god he's so cute or like oh man she's hot or sometimes like oh i don't know he's he's too short or like she's ugly or whatever and you know you just go through the whole story of how you went through your wedding or how you know what a wedding to be they do the reception and then they go you know once the reception is over they go to bed and do you go to bed with a stranger? Do you sleep in the same bed or do you sleep on the couch for respect or whatever? Do you smash? <laughs> you know, do you sleep with the person? All these things are all in question. And then the ne- not the next day, but I think within that week, you go on your honeymoon. And then after that, I think you probably spend like seven days. Let's say the max is seven days. And then you come back before from like season one through season, season seven, 
you would have to find an, a new apartment to live with this person because, again, they wanted to make this as real as possible. So you couldn't just go back to your place and then go back to her, you know, your significant other goes back to theirs and then, okay, we're living, you know, we're quote unquote married. Nah, you need to live in the same place. But that was, I guess through the seven seasons, they saw that that was extremely hectic. So I guess they bought out or whatever in an apartment complex. So now all the couples stay in this apartment complex, not necessarily in the same floor or anything like that, but the same complex. So that, that is one caveat that's lifted from them. Like they don't need to sell anything. So this marriage lasts for eight weeks. So in the first four weeks, um, there's a midpoint where you um, renegotiate if you want to stay, uh, if you want to continue being married to this person. And then at the fi- at the end of the eight weeks, there's, deci- there's what's called decision day. And you decide if you want to stay with this person or you want to get a divorce. And then once you say yes or no, that's it. It's done. And some of those some of those decision days, man, those decisions, they surprise you. You're like, oh, no, nah, they should be together. And one of them was like, nope, I'm good. I'm out. And you're like, what? I can't believe this happened. Like, I thought they were great for each other or vice versa. You know, you want them to like, no, you need to not be together. And they're like, oh, we're going to stay together forever. And you're like, oh, my God. They're going to get, why would they ever do that? And some of them, you know, you'll see on Twitter or in the tabloids or anything like that or in, you know, People Magazine, bam, you know, married at first sight couple who was there for like six months, like they ended it. And I was like, yeah, you should have ended it on decision day. Why would you even do that? Um, looking at you, Katie, from season 10. Okay, you're the worst. <laughs> you are still the worst. I don't care. You 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 took over the worst person for me because, of course, there's there's some people that you root for in your shows and some people that you hate. So for the longest time, it it was first Monet from season one. She was the worst because what she wanted, you know, she wanted a man. She wanted a man's man. So they gave her this dude named Vaughn, and he is exactly what she wanted you know he was a man and it backfired on her so i didn't like her for like the longest time and then i think maybe season eight or season nine there was this chick named sheila i don't i know maybe you six i don't remember but anyway she was with nate and she was horrible she had poor communication skills super poor and she was ready to call her marriage quits every episode it's like i'm i'm that's it i'm done we're done we're not talking about this and all that stuff it was very ugh, uncommunicative then after that she, well she wasn't the worst she wasn't worse than sheila but she was pretty bad iris oh my god iris and was his name keith too how many keiths were there <laughs> like his i think his name was keith too um she oh oh so reserved and not cold she wasn't cold but she wasn't she wasn't willing to open up at all she was very very reserved all because she was a a virgin and if you didn't know that 
she would remind you every episode that she was one. Like, she would wave her flag, her V flag. I'm a virgin, I'm a virgin, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay, all right, who cares? Whatever. So that was really hindering on the relationship. But the person who took the cake, the proverbial cake, was... um. I, why did I forget her name? Katie, <laughs> Katie, who was with Derek on the last the last season, right, season ten. Wow, she was the worst. She was a dream killer. She didn't care about your dreams. All she cared about was, what are you going to do to fulfill my dreams? That was her, because she was, I believe, twenty six, and she was diabetic. I don't know if it was type one or type two, but all she cared about was living her life before she thought she was going to die, or something. So she wanted kids, she wanted a family, and she wanted a husband who would, you know, poke her on the side with her insulin uh, needle and try to live this fantasy that she wanted. And she was going to have that fantasy by any means necessary. So if you had any dreams of your own, guess what? <laughs> like, fuck your dreams, all right? <laughs> We're trying to correct my dreams okay so i really applaud derek for holding on as much as he did because she was not in there for the relationship she was in there for herself and also too before the she was dealing with this ex uh, no she was dealing with this dude okay before the before she was getting picked so which is fine whatever but he broke up with her right and then she got picked for the show and then the guy found out and was saying, like, oh, I love you, blah, blah, blah. Stay with me, blah, blah, blah. And she was all like, oh, my God, I don't know what to do. Should I stay with, like, should I go back to my ex who I know? Or should I deal, should I, or should I go on the show and not know if this guy is going to like me? And it's like, yo, your ex does not like you, yo. He's just mad that he's going to lose his pussy. That's it. <laughs> you know what I mean? And throughout this, throughout the show, you're wondering, oh, where's this ex going to be at? Like, is she, she trying to um, communicate with this ex or whatever? And, you you know, you kind of hear about it and you kind of don't. So on the reunion special, which they always have after the decision day episode, we found out that, you know, okay, so Katie and Derek, they stayed with each other and they shouldn't have. And you find out that Katie went back to her ex. And fucked him while she was still with Derek. And it's like, fam, what are you doing? Like, you, ugh, fucking bitch. <laughs> you know, she she was just a bitch. But anyway, yeah, she's, she's a bitch. But, yeah, so, I don't know. Sorry, Katie got me all riled up again. <laughs> but, yeah, so those, those are the people. All right. Um... I'm going to watch the first episode, um, and I can't wait. I again, like I said, I love this show, and I will pretty much do the same thing: try to recap it and just give my uneducated self, <laughs> you know, my opinion and stuff. Because just because I just love this show, it's it's great, it's awesome, um, and I hope you enjoy my recaps. All right, so thank you for listening to The Inquisitive Nobody. I don't know how long these shows really go for. I think they go for maybe 
13 or 14 episodes so yeah you're gonna see this peppered in with the rest of my podcast I, I actually i don't know how i'm gonna situate it i don't know if i'm gonna make it its own season you know how they do seasons with podcasts uh, i don't know I'm not, I, don't, I don't know what i'm really going to do as of right now but i'm definitely going to do recaps so i will see you in the next recap all right thanks guys thanks a lot for listening see you later